Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mr. Minister Martyr. Um, so recently I've gotten into a new ministry, and um, so yeah, um, my uploads might be a little bit slow and stuff, you know, going forward, but I will do as my best to make more time for you listeners. Um, you know, that being said, um, I know that I don't have, like, a great big fan base on this for, right now, but for the people that do listen, I am very appreciative, and I hope that you guys get a message out of this. Um, you know, by no means am I the perfect minister. Am I giving you guys the best information I feel that is, you know, coming from the gospel and the Bible itself? Yes. I do my best, and if I find out new information or I find something that contradicts something I say, I will, you know, present it. Um, but, you know, that being said, you know, I have an email that anybody's able to email. It's uh, ministermartyr at gmail.com. And if you have any questions or concerns, you know. Um, so today I'm going to actually talk to you about anxiety. Um, recently my parents, uh, my mother, um, bought me this book because, believe it or not, doing this, um, I do have anxiety doing it, but it is something that um, I feel kind of gets me out of my shell a bit and helps out other people. So they got me this book. Um, I believe it's from, um, yeah, Billy Graham. Um, it's called Worry Last, Live More. So I started reading it, and, you know, I there's a lot of stuff in here that's very interesting to me. And I thought that because um, anxiety is such a big, big issue today, that I, I do a little, you know, conversation about it, you know. And... A little bit about what the book says is, and I'm still reading it, so I'm not even done, but I'm going off my own personal experiences with anxiety. I used to work at a job I hated, you know. Um, I started off that I kind of liked it because, but as time went on, they changed the rules that they gave us when we signed up for the job. So, originally, they would say, you only have to do this, and going forward, that's up to you if you want to go that, that way. So, we did that, you know, the, the main platform that we were working on. And then as we continued, um, they kept throwing us into more trainings and more stuff that we had to learn and different concepts. Um, at the same time, they weren't really raising our pay or anything. Um, this is actually what started dragging me more into the ministry um, and uh, the walk with God. Because um, I've always been a believer, but 
at one point I did fall from my normal beliefs and or not really fall from what my beliefs were, but I, you know, didn't go to church. I didn't do the things I was supposed to do. And I know everybody gets that way. And my parents go to this big church, this big mega church, and they have like live bands and everything that you can imagine that, you know, you go in there and it's, it's crazy, you know, it's like going to a concert, but it was too much for me. It was too many people. Um, I got all anxious. There were some of the people that I, like, I went to go buy a car and one of the people that worked, uh, well, didn't work, but went to that church was going to sell me a car with the maintenance lights on. This is from a dealership, mind you. And, um, you know, she was making her out, uh, making herself out to be a saint for doing it. Um, you know, I have nothing against her. You know, I understand it's part of her job to try to sell the car to me. Um, you know, the price that I'd have to pay monthly was good. But the issue is, is I don't want to keep putting money into a car if I just bought it. Um... That being said, it wasn't really the car that, you know, I wanted, but at the same point, you know, I'm not picky when it comes down to certain things, you know, if it comes to food, I'll eat anything. If it comes down to, um, cars, if it gets me to point A to point B and is safe, I'm fine, you know, um, everybody has their preference, you know, on different things, but I don't glorify, um, really a lot of things because I, I try to be as humble as I can with what I have. That being said, um, you know, that job that I was, uh, at, you know, and I, I mean, I didn't go to church or anything, but then near the end, I started going to church more and I started making this routine that I would show up to work two hours early before anybody else showed up so I could try to get in the zone where I could work there and everything. And, you know, it worked for a bit, um, but it got to the point where I couldn't do it, you know, anymore. And I ended up leaving that job that same day I was, um, you know, I prayed to God to show me, you know, have something come to me. And that same day, I got a phone call from a um, another company that wanted me. Now, that company was even worse than the first company I went to. But they made it, made my schedule the way I wanted it. So I could go to Bible classes and church and everything. Um, so, you know, it worked for, you know, a bit and everything. And, you know, my pastor, um, it was probably one of the best guys I've ever met. You know, he, he's very passionate about the Bible. He goes on tangents, like he'll have a sermon and instead of reading the sermon that he's going, he goes off on his own little tangents and, um, explains things in so many different ways and he's very old school you know fire and brimstone kind of guy 
and their church doesn't have a lot of money, but they have a community that embraces you. Unlike my parents' church, which was the mega church, they didn't really embrace them. So I always felt anxiety going to my parents' church. But my church, I didn't feel that anxiety because I felt welcomed. I felt like I was a part of them, you know? And that's one thing that I think everybody here should find is a church that they feel welcomed and loved at because a church that you don't feel that is not the right church for you. You know, you're not going to get the messages. You're not going to understand the love and commitment and community that's around you. We want everybody in the church and everything to embrace, you know, each other, you know. Um, just the same way that Jesus um, embraced the disciples and all his followers. Anyway, did you know that the most looked up verse or vote most uh, favorited verse in the Bible is um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. 4, verse 6, 7. Uh, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus in Christ Jesus, or Jesus Christ, you know. Um, that verse and there's there's a, lot, a few other verses that talk about anxiety you know but that verse um is the same verse that my pastor spoke to me when i talked to him about my anxiety issues and with everybody here that's listening that has anxiety um my degree i have uh you know pr pretty much a bachelor's degree and um, I wanted to go for my doctorate, but I didn't. Um, but my degree is in psychology. And as much as I love psychology and learning about how the mind works and everything, there was a major problem that I saw with, uh, with um, psychology, and that is that Everything in psychology is now being accepted instead of worked on. Um, you know, I used to go see uh, therapists and stuff um, back when, you know, I wasn't having a lot of money and stuff. And uh, I had to go to a community one. And those community ones had like a lot of people that were, at, uh, you know, addicts and you know, they were addicted um, to different drugs. They had different issues. Um, and as I went to these people, or went into the waiting room to wait for my, you know, therapists and everything, to, you, they would look at me, and because I didn't have much income coming in at that time, um they wouldn't um, prescribe me certain medications, you know. But, you know, I had a, uh, a therapist, or, I, you know, I actually still have the therapist that I talked to. Um, but he, um, he knows me. He knows that I'm, 
you know, a God-loving and God-fearing person. He knows that I've been ordained. He knows that I have all this stuff in my life that I consider important. And when it came down to um, the medications and stuff, he says, you don't have the problem that most of these other people do. Goes, they become addicted to stuff. And, you know, I told him, you know, the main reason why I wanted to be a psychologist is to help people overcome their problems without medication. And it's hard because medication now is, you know, being routinely thrown in everybody's faces to fix problems. Uh, that being said, I'm not saying I don't take medication. I do for when my anxiety acts up and it's bad, but I only take it when I need to. Um, my uh, therapist, you know, he said that it's amazing that out of all his clients, I'm the only one who can hold on to a prescription for longer than the month that they prescribe it uh, prescribe me for. You know, so, you know, I explained to him, you know, I, you know, we were talking and stuff about my anxiety and everything about certain like paranoias and things that uh, occur in my life. And, you know, the only thing I can really say that has been really outstandingly structured for me with my anxiety is God. I pray for him to make me through, get me through certain areas, and he does. Do I still feel anxious at times? Yeah, you know, but you make it through. Um, you know, a lot like Enoch. Enoch walked with God, and he was taken before his time. Um, God might not be physically, like, here next to you, like, where you can give him a hug or, you know, high five or anything like that. But he's walking with you every step of the way. He's omnipresent. It means he's everywhere. You know, he's there. Um, when the Emmanuel prophecy came down um, from Isaiah, he said that, you know, God is going to be with us. And that's the prophecy that Jesus was going to come. Yeshua, Jesus, you know, whatever um, you guys call him. Um, you know, Jesus came down and people walked with him. They saw him and all the things that he's done that were morally right. Because he was a perfect person. He did everything he had to do. And that being said... Um, I feel that's how people need to start living their life now because everything is being accepted. You know, I, like I said in one of my previous messages, that pedophilia is looked at now to start becoming a sexuality instead of a actual, you know, criminal offense, you know? And... I mean, it scares me because if you think about it, things are routinely getting accepted. 
if the more things that get accepted in society, that means the more things that people are going to be able to be tolerated with and get away with. That means the more minds are going to be broken, you know. Um, you know, uh, there's so many different things that go along in this world between liberals, Republicans, um, you know, the whole world is actually watching America, right? You know, for the most part, everything that I see on the internet, um, you know, whether I play a video game or something, it's whether they're from the UK, Saudi Arabia, China, J Japan, any of these other countries, you know, um, you know, they all look at America and they knock everything that we do wrong but their countries also have problems and they don't want to focus on theirs so as america is starting to do a bunch of acceptance these other countries are looking at us for all these acceptances and you know it, it just the best way I can put it is I don't, I'm not the type of person that can be up in front of a bunch of people giving a sermon, giving a, a, pas a pastor like a uh, presentation. So that's why I'm doing this radio show to do it behind a computer where I feel more secure without my anxiety so I can help more people around the world. People need to stop focusing on America. They need America needs to stop focusing on, you know, a bunch of different stuff that they feel is right. And we need to all come together. You know, you have Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. You have the police versus the protesters. You know, you got. Uh, I'm fine. I I'm fine with protesting. Do it rationally. Don't do it irrationally. I'm fine with the police. I think that some of them are bad, but not all of them. You know, I think that, you know, they do a good job, at least in where I live. Um, the police are very kind, understandable and respectful. But in other cities and stuff, you know, it's a bit different. Um, the Black Lives Matter, um, you know, they're saying this is what Black Lives Matter means is that they're not saying all lives don't matter. They're saying that the black lives need help. And they reference a, a passage in Luke where one sheep gets lost out of the herd and, you know, Jesus goes to go get it. Um, but the issue is with that is black lives aren't the only lives that are being persecuted, that are being, you know, attacked. You know, there's white people that get killed by cops. There's black people that get killed by cops. There's Hispanic people that get killed by cops. Um, in Africa, there's still slavery going on over there. You know, there's lots of black crime rates, you know, instead of focusing on, and I'm not saying all lives matter is anything good either, because they're taking away the focus of the com one specific community. 
we need to focus on getting both the communities together to work on an issue to save humanity itself. You know, um, if God or Jesus was here today, he wouldn't be happy to see the division between the people. He wouldn't be happy to see the anxiety and everything that we all suffer because of these issues that are arising, you know? We have people with mental disorders that will either get mocked and made fun of for it, or will try to seek help, and their help um, becomes accepted, and then their acceptance goes into medication. And for those of you that take medication, I'm not saying stop medication. Please, if your doctor or psychiatrist recommends it, take it. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you that. But what I am saying is if you do take medication, there's no problem with going to church and having medication. You know, go to church, you know, try to meet some people there, you know, try to, um, if you have anxiety like me, and me going to a church is, you know, stressful. It raises my, my anxiety levels, but I still went. And when I went there, I'd go early. I'd take my seat in the back of the church where I felt comfortable. And out of the blue, my pastor would point at me and say, Oh, he's here today. Everybody, yeah. And embarrass me because I have anxiety. When I had my baptism, I told the... Because they put everybody that gets baptized on the screen that they have. And I said, I don't want my picture taken um, because that's just not who I am. I don't like my pictures taken. I don't like that kind of attention. So they respected that for me. But as it comes down to everybody here listening today, I want you all to realize that the world we live in is designed, it's designed um, to be anxiety, uh, anxious, stressful, belligerent, um, racist. It's designed this way because that's how Satan wants to envision it. He wants to create a racial divide. He wants to create a, hum uh, a divide between humans. Um... When people, um, you know, go about, like, what race are you? Are you black, white, you know? It, it's true that a lot of people identify themselves as specific races, you know? Um, but it's more along the lines of you want to say your nationality because it's where you live or where you're from. Not so much your race, because we're all human. We're all human under God. If God comes down and he looks at us, he's going to say, yeah, you're black, yeah, you're white, yeah, you're Asian, yeah, you're this, but you're all human. You all bleed. You all have organs. You know, you all are created in an image, in God's image. So, um, stop you know, your, your stuff and get along with each other. 
So, I just wanted to like put put that out there for you guys that don't be anxious. You know, try if you are stressing from anxiety and you do take medication, try to go uh, do the church, go to church. As of right now, because of the COVID pandemic, um, a lot of churches go online. So, I mean, you can go online and look for an online church. Um, and um, I know one of them is the Manchester Christian Church. You can go there. Um, they have, um, they do their stuff online. Um, so you can literally go online and watch them until this whole pandemic thing is over. You know, if it ever ends, um, I think that would be the best thing for a lot of people to try to just open up their hearts again. Um, so from there, if any of you, um, are new Christians or, you know, new to the faith and are listening and you want to accept Jesus into your life, you can go into episodes and you can find, uh, the sinner's prayer and, um, you know, you just accept, uh, Christ as your Lord and Savior from there. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening and have a great day.